Welcome to the Wellness Alchemy Podcast. I'm your host, Janelle. I'm a naturopath, herbalist, and nutritionist, and the owner of Seeds of Health. I created the Wellness Alchemy Podcast to bring together three of my favorite topics, health, truth, and adventure. Today on the podcast, we've got Justina Casuarina. Justina is someone who made a big impact on my life about three years ago. I had purchased a jade egg and had fumbled my way through not quite sure what to do with it for about 18 months and then I attended one of Justina's workshops and it gave me this softness and sensitivity and understanding and appreciation of the depth of history that the jade egg has and the impact that the jade egg can have on the female body. So Justina has had a big place in my um, personal feminine journey And I've brought her on the podcast today to share with you a little bit more about the background and the benefit to the jade egg practice. So Justina is a women's educator. She focuses on feminine embodiment, women's sexual sovereignty, menstrual wisdom, perimenopause support and mothering. She specializes in jade eggs and the teachings that accompany them for for women's pelvic and sexual health and vitality, which she believes are essential tools for all women. She holds a vision where women carrying shame and guilt in their bodies is a thing of the past and the new norm is women coming home to themselves holding great love and reverence within, seeing their bodies as the sacred temples that they are. So today on the podcast we discuss Justina's introduction with jade eggs, how to use the jade egg, the different jade egg practices, the main ways that jade eggs can help women, how it can train the muscles around the pelvic floor and vagina how it impacts libido and orgasm, reflexology points, accessing trauma, asking the body's permission, creating a safe container to do so, how the jade egg supports the feminine cycle and healthy hormones, and upcoming workshops with Justina. So let's dive in. All right. Welcome to the podcast, Justina. Thank you so much for joining me and also for being patient with the tech issues that we've had over the last little while. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me, Janelle. (laughs) And hello to everyone listening. (laughs) Excellent. So today we're diving into the juicy topic of the jade egg and I can't wait to elaborate on all that the jade egg has to offer and all of the beautiful benefits. Um, So could you please, first of all, share a bit about your background and what got you into working with the jade egg? Yes. Well, I have always had a very keen interest since the youngest of ages um, about the feminine anatomy and reproduction. So um, when I was very tiny, I can remember following my mother around into the bathroom, asking what she was doing with her pads. And I was blessed that she would very openly just share with me and very age stage appropriately talked to me about what was happening, giving me different books at different times, whether it were around sex and reproduction or the feminine um, menstrual cycle. Um, yeah, and I think that that really started it off and right throughout my life, I've always been working with women in some capacity. So I um, taught women feminine embodiment through dance for a number of years, I developed um, that into a body of work for birth preparation, um, mm. for birth dance for pregnant women. 
because I was also had a big background in um, childbirth and childbirth education and being a doula and working with women in uh, the postpartum phase, helping them with breastfeeding and recovering from childbirth and looking after their babies, this type of thing. So there was always those pieces going on and throughout all of that, I was always somehow learning something about sexuality, sacred sexuality, whatever it was. And, and you know, still to this day, I'm always reading more about the menstrual cycle, hormones, um, what new developments there are in this particular tool, this particular piece in orgasms for women. It's just my... My thing, it's, it's been my passion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been my, my passion and my interest and I'm blessed that it's become my career. Um, and I, did, I wasn't aware of this practice until about 12 or 13 years ago and some women in an online community in the States told me about it. So I was super excited and I found out that there was barely anything online and I couldn't find a teacher in Australia. And I thought, well, I'll just get myself an egg or two. Uh, uh, an egg, I thought, but like you could only buy kits. So... Um, that seemed overwhelming and daunting to me. So I just kind of left that and set the intent that, you know, I would find a teacher one day. And sure enough, um, the most perfect teacher for me um, came into my awareness at, at one stage, maybe a year or two later. And uh, it was probably six months or a year later. And um, Yes, that lady is Dr. Seda Desilade and she's the leader of the modern day Jade Egg Movement. And um, yeah, I ended up bringing her out to Australia a number of times to teach myself and the women. And the more that I did this, the more the interest grew in the area and um, I would support women. Gradually just started off practice groups, holding the events and um grew to me teaching the whole body of work and I guess I became incredibly excited about this body of work having that experience and background working with women at different phases in their journey um like before birth during birth after birth um and and women in different capacities with the feminine embodiment practices that what really excited me about this particular body of work was that it is fantastic for women no matter where they are in their feminine life cycle uh, so that that sealed the deal for me and um i've never looked back since and, mm. and it's been really it's such a big part part of my journey since mm. then awesome so for the listeners who aren't aware of what a jade egg is or even where you put it or how you use it could you just elaborate or share you know, how does a jade egg work? How do you how do you use a jade egg just to begin with? Mm. So, um, firstly, it's not a new practice. Um, it's newer in the Western culture, but it dates back to ancient China, some five thousand years plus ago, we believe. Um, and it is a jade a crystal that's shaped in in an egg shape. And we have the choice to work with this intravaginally 
and there's benefits, um, many physical benefits, um, as well as emotional um, benefits from working with it. But there's also a whole body of work that accompanies the actual jade egg intravaginal practices. And obviously, um, uh, I, I particularly love to um, invite women into this practice at a very gentle, easeful pace. It's not something you don't just get an egg and pop it in and away you go. I really teach women how to tune into their bodies and listen deeply um, before we do that. And part of that, a number of beautiful practices, some of them are um, physical, some of them um, involve meditation and visualisation, moving energy through our body, breathing in different ways so there's a number of different practices we can do and uh, really I look at the jade egg practice as a holistic body of work for women to assist them in their um, feminine vitality at all different stages of their life cycle as I mentioned before um, and one of the um, well there's actually a number of main areas that it can help women with. Would you like me to mention those, Janelle? I'd love you to, yeah. Yeah, so some big... Um, well, firstly, I'm going to say that the jade egg itself, working intravaginally with it, can assist with uh, toning of the pelvic floor and the vagina and the muscles in the pelvis. So toning, subtleness, so just tuning yourself to more subtleness and sensitivity as a woman, um, which can therefore potentially lead to more pleasure. Um, more awareness of what's happening in our bodies, just tuning more deeply to uh, the subtle cues of our bodies and maybe the not so subtle cues of our bodies. Um, and dexterity, so we've got tone, subtleness, sensitivity, dexterity, and, and awareness. Now, the women um, who, there's all sorts of women that are drawn to the practice, and it doesn't matter what age you are, um, or what's been happening really, it is beneficial for, for all women in one capacity or another, the actual practices. Um, but I'd say that some of, some of the main areas that women come to the practice are perhaps women who have been experiencing uh, some type of incontinence. It might be stress incontinence. It might be um, a feeling like their pelvic floor is more leaky after childbirth. Um, women sometimes experience this as they age uh, a weaker pelvic floor and therefore... Um, you know, maybe with their laugh or they dance, they might leak a little. So uh, it really helps women to gain continence and therefore confidence, which is really fantastic. And this is something in our culture that uh, actually um, incontinence is a big reason women are moved into nursing homes before they would otherwise be moved out of their, their um, the home that they've been living in. And we really you know to be able to adopt a few practices for a short time um every day or a few times a week to help with something like this is really quite phenomenal and i encourage it a lot so that's one area healing from childbirth it's one of the best tools to help women um recover as close to as possible their pre uh, birthing vagina and pelvis obviously there's some massive changes that go on during that time I've had 
birthed two babies vaginally myself and uh, it'd be rare for everything to go back exactly as it was. Mm. Uh, yet this is a great practice. Hello, dogs in the background. <laughs> um, this is a great practice for uh, helping women to really come back to as close to as possible that pre-birth phase. And on that, the note of birthing, um, for women who practice before they become pregnant, it can also, it's quite remarkable how it can help train the women's muscles for the birthing experience. So I've never come across a tool that can help with both of those things. So that's really amazing. And I will uh, mention that correct jade egg use, so getting um, correct guidance. The right guidance, important. yeah. Yeah. Mm. So there's... There's a couple of areas, plus um, women who wish to clear and or heal trauma, so perhaps um, past sexual trauma, birthing and or surgical traumas. Um, another area is helping women to um, balance their hormones and their cycles. So this can be great for um, women who who are cycling regularly and also for women who are going through perimenopause, heading towards menopause. Um, it can be so fantastic for assisting to keep our hormones regulated and balanced. And then past menopause, it can be a fantastic tool to assist women to, um, well, there's a number of things uh, that we can go into, but some of those, those signs and symptoms that women talk about after menopause, like dryness in the vagina, thinning of the walls of the vagina, um, perhaps. Uh, so, so working with the jade can assist to bring back thick, more thickness and juiciness and aliveness in this part of the body. So for women who, um, you know, it's very common in this day and age for women to not orgasm or think that they can't orgasm or perhaps just feel like their libido's dried up or you mm. know maybe it never was and these things i really wish to um get that message out to the audience that these things can shift and it's all about just having a willingness to take a journey of getting to know your body and um having some dedication and and really anchoring self-love and putting some really powerful, um, potent and beautiful sacred practices um, into your weekly schedule. And, and it really can make such a huge difference. So women mm. can experience subtle and profound types of orgasm that they never had before. I've had, you know, I was blown away at what I'd experienced thinking that I'd already had a great pleasurable love life but you know I everything went to a whole nother level when I started working with these practices and libido you know like women who have been in their 70s or even 80s who hadn't been sexually active for 20 years or so have reported reactivating their libido attracting men younger than them all sorts of fabulous <laughs> good for them yeah. <laughs> so that list is long. And as you said, that's only a handful. So could you perhaps um, share with the listeners a little bit about the reflexology points that the jade egg touches or interacts with while the jade egg is, is inside? Mm, absolutely. 
Yes. So this sexual reflexology map is, um, I found it quite fascinating when I, when I first came across it. So, um, basically the, the idea is that along the, the vagina, the birth canal, there are sections that relate to different organs within the body. So if you put some pressure on them, just like you can with the face, the hands and the feet, certain points will activate these different organs and therefore different um, perhaps stored emotions that are out of balance may be released. Um, it can help us to bring out of balance emotions back into balance, which is a really beautiful gift. It can also help to, um, yeah, clear, clear trauma. So um, I'll, I'll just mention something else I find interesting before I go into a story that will help you, the, the listeners, to understand a bit more from my experience how this has worked for me. But if you can imagine the opening of the vagina, so this is known to um, correlate with the kidney area for us. Mm -hmm. Um, and I find it quite fascinating because if you look at the map of the male genitalia, so the penis, the bottom of the shaft of the penis also correlates to the kidneys. And if you go right up to the top of the vagina where the cervix is, so the cervix is right at that, it's like the gateway to the uterus, to the womb, right at the top of the vagina so this area the cervix relates to our heart center and if you look at the head of the male penis that area relates to the heart center so if you can imagine when he's deeply inside a woman the, their two heart centers are connecting and um, all the correlating areas so the heart lungs um, liver and kidneys uh, spleen, it's all these areas are lined up perfectly, which I think is a really beautiful, amazing thing. So it was mm. a little side note. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I found that fascinating when I did the workshop with you. Yes, yes, it is fascinating. And, you know, I had this experience where, because I teach women about really learning to listen to their bodies and listen to their yeses and honour them and listen to their noes and honour that mm. because as women, that's really not something that we're being taught at all. So um, think of how many times penises, tampons, surgical devices, sex toys, fingers have been, um, have come into our bodies as women and we haven't really tuned in and asked it, is our body feeling all right about this or given a big yes? So this, a big part of this work is helping women really re-imprint and re-pattern and reprogram themselves to hear their subtle cues and listen to the yeses and noes. And I was always a woman in, uh, well, actually throughout, all the years of practicing over a decade, who tends to ask my body, are you ready for the egg? And I, I get a big yes. So on this one particular occasion, I had a lot, a lot of time I carved out to do a whole practice. So you can, you can do a really big practice or you can do smaller increments. But I, I did a lot of practice, especially in the early days. So I was ready to do this. And I asked my body, expecting that I'm just going to get the generic yes. And I got a no. 
And I, I was a bit like, yeah, but I want to do the practice. But I realized, well, this is the first time I'm getting a no. Let's see what happens if I just don't do it. I listen to that because this is a big part of the, the teachings. And I just lay there holding my womb and my heart and breathing. I had some music and I was listening and found myself going into um, some trauma that I didn't even realize I was, that I'd been holding from my cervix. So cry, I just allowed myself to cry, to feel it, to release it. And it was associated with times in my youth where I had had unconscious, um, not, uh, I don't mean unconscious, as you know, I was completely out of it, but I mean, there wasn't a lot of consciousness and all love in the sexual acts, you know, um, and when, like I said before, a man, um, is deeply inside a woman, he is activating her heart center. So my cervix had held on to all those times that had been, um, touched, tapped on as um, a young woman where my heart was not being on it at all and that had been held mm. in my body. Yeah, stored in the cells, yeah. Yeah, right. So this was an amazing opportunity. It was a teaching opportunity for me because I hadn't quite grasped what this was about because I hadn't had an experience. I just knew it intellectually. But my body just, start, you know, started to trem tremble a little. I was crying and I just trusted myself that my, to listen to my body and allow her to do what she needed to do to clear. And by giving myself that presence and by giving myself the love, the compassion and the space, eventually that just cleared and everything was fine. Didn't have to go into that ever again. You allowed it to release. Yes, yeah, so and I think it's a really great um, story to show students and the listeners um, of this podcast how powerful the JDEG is. So, for women who mm. have ha who know they've had trauma. Um, obviously, they can consciously set the intent to be working with that and helping to heal that. Um, and then women like myself who didn't realise there was trauma, I, I call this um, more subtle tra trauma. Um, it, it gets an opportunity. We have the opportunity for that to be released too and to do it in a beautiful way that's subtle um, and... You know, like I said before, uh, to learn those skills on how to hold ourselves and listen to ourselves deeply. Yeah, so that, mm, that was such an a example. beautiful healing tool. Yeah, thank you for sharing the example. Mm, um, yeah, I would... so how, how, sorry, I was just going to say how that yeah. sexual reflexology is powerful and, and it can really work. Mm, yeah. Um, I wanted to jump back to getting the right guidance that you touched on before because my personal experience was um, I bought a jade egg through a lady that I was following online, Layla Martin, and I received the egg and I know I've shared this with you. I, I was a bit lost as to know what to do with it. So I was YouTubing things and I had read all the benefits and thought, oh, this is going to be amazing, you know, from a health perspective um, and just connecting me more, connecting me back to my body more. Um, but for probably at least 12 months, I was fumbling my way through not really understanding the holistic um, practice. And then fortunately, I was um, 
told by a friend that your workshop was on in Cairns and so I attended it and oh my golly I just seemed to view the egg well I was able to view the egg from a completely different angle because I understood the history the practice the the massive part of asking the body um, whether it was okay to use it Um, and yeah just a a um, a more subtle softer approach to the whole practice of using the jade egg so um, yeah getting the right guidance is just so so beneficial Yes, absolutely. And I think I mentioned before, when I started looking for a teacher and wanted to purchase an egg over a decade ago, so I'd say about 12 to 13 years ago, there was barely anything online. And as you probably found, I'd imagine, Janelle, when you got your egg, you could probably find a bit of information. There was probably all sorts of different people talking about Mm. all sorts of different things. So if you do go surfing the internet, for the majority of us, we'll probably be able to see, oh, yeah, so the jade egg's great and, you know, some pieces of information will rave on about their um, sexual benefits and orgasmic benefits, sexual progress in the bedroom and others might talk a bit on the other areas. But really, how do we use it? You know, a lot of guidance says, so you just get the egg and pop it in and all these fabulous things are going to happen. Now, I'm... Yeah, maybe for some women, some fabulous things might happen. I have worked with this practice in my own body um, so deeply for so many years, as well as with other women, um, thousands of women over the years, as well as studied, studied this deeply and the psychosexual elements why we move our body in a certain way and, you know, um, what the counter exercise, counterbalancing exercises are for certain contractions, all of these, all of these aspects, why they're important, et cetera, et cetera. So um, for me, I think it's really important when we are working with a woman's most sacred depths and this area of the body can be a hidden treasure trove of untapped pleasure potential, which is totally exciting and mm. wonderful. Mm. And it, it can also, you know, there can also be trauma that we're not aware of or and or just, a you know, for some women it can be a, a Pandora's box. You know, in saying that, I haven't had tons of women talking to me about, you know, it's not like I have women giving me any horror stories and I I don't want to scare anyone in that way because that's not not the experience that I've had or seen at all. However, um, working with someone who deeply understands those psychosexual components and can be there to support you further in your journey you know once you've purchased your egg once you've done a bit of had a bit of guidance done a bit of practice you know something might come up six months down the track or 12 months down the track and to know that you have sorry go on well I think the awareness is key there just what you're sharing just having the awareness that things may be released um, gives people a sense of safety um, while they're doing the practice to understand, you know, the possibility of things being released. 
Yes, and so, you know, when women work with me, they know they can reach out to me, they can email me, they can, uh, um, can join the online uh, group that's on Facebook that's free. There are other women who've been working with the practices there. We can ask questions and support each other. So I just think that component of getting correct guidance. So mm-hmm. there are certain practices. I've certainly um, heard of and worked with women who just, you know, grabbed an egg, popped it in, not learned the correct way to take in the egg, got the egg in, done some Kegels, that type of thing, and, and um, or worked in a certain way. And they've actually done damage. They've actually created more tension inside their pelvises which damages the nerve endings and therefore desensitizes us rather than resensitizes so Mm. actually being able to have that correct guidance so we are able to fully experience the benefits the jdeg has the potential to re-innovate our nerves and our sensitivity as well as have that have a, a community and the a great supportive teacher that you can yeah I think being invited into a safe container is how I'm hearing you express that you know women are not only given a tool and a practice that they need to discover or that they can discover um, but but being a part of a community where there can be discussion and um, conversation around what comes up yeah yeah and for some women just knowing that's there is enough and they might not really tap into it so much. So they might observe and listen and others Mm. are very active and for others, they just use it when they can. So yeah, Mm. that's a a big key element. Mm, I couldn't agree more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So um, let's dive into the topic of hormones. I'm really passionate about supporting women to connect to their cycle, to understand what a healthy cycle is. Um, and using the jade egg you mentioned before is, is a beautiful tool for balancing hormones at any stage of a woman's life. Can you elaborate on how this is done? Although I feel you've talked around it a little bit, but if you could elaborate, um, you know, how does the jade egg support a healthy feminine cycle, female cycle? Yeah, well, there's a, there's a few areas to talk about. But one thing I do want to say is that, and you probably see this a lot with the women you work with, um, Janelle, that, you know, we're living in a time where there are such high levels of um, endocrine imbalances with, with women. Mm. You know, so many different... Um, Oh, so many different imbalances like, you know, with women's periods, having um, increased premenstrual stress, um, polycystic ovarian syndrome, cysts, fibroids, these type of things. Uh, we are living in a, in a world that is a, a pretty toxic environment in many ways. So the more we can do things to support us to come into balance, the better. That's one thing that I want to say. Mm. Another thing I want to say is that when we, when we decide to take on this practice and when we study it in, you know, study the holistic practice, we are learning different tools that we can implement at different times 
of our monthly cycle. So um, I don't know about you, Janelle, but as I was growing up, people talked about cycle as that, you know, week, five days or so that a woman bleeds. But now we have a lot more knowledge that, of course, we're, we're cycling through different phases all throughout the month. Mm-hmm. And what I love, I love, I have a big passion for teaching about that. Um, but what I love is marrying the two. So have, helping women to understand, say, when they're feeling lower on energy, uh, a bit more in, uh, depleted perhaps in that luteal phase, uh, premenstrual phase, or perhaps in those first couple of days of bleeding, what can they do to support themselves? And I have gorgeous um, kidney rejuvenation exercises for this time. And we also, so we work a lot with the kidneys and, and the um, ovaries and the breasts and the adrenals. So all of these parts of the body are working with their uh, care, caring for them and, and um, increasing their, their health and vitality. Um, all of this assists in balancing the hormones and um, regulating things as women. And like I said, there, there are different um, practices. For example, the ovarian breathing, this is great for once we've started bleeding, we're going into that, that first half of our cycle once, once our estrogen level starts to rise a little bit more and the ovaries start to become more active, this is a great time to utilise that practice. And perhaps when women are feeling lower on energy, um, utilising the kidney rejuvenation and the adrenal um, practices are, are great. So I really, I've noticed a lot of benefit myself and with other women from um, implementing a particular sequence regularly. And just by having, um, there's a couple of practices and they're really simple. There's a, um, a couple of practices we do that simply are bringing more blood flow, circulation and awareness to that whole pelvic cavity, the whole pelvic bowl. And this in itself can help re- um, reduce premenstrual stress and um, even shorten our cycles a little. I went from a five-day cycle to a three-day cycle as far as my um, menstrual phase goes. So, yeah, it's, it's an amazing, amazing tool with amazing benefits for in that, those areas. Mm. And I guess what I'm hearing is, you know, it's such a holistic practice. The jade egg is only a piece of that. And, the, and women who are listening who want to access that information, I'll be popping your website in the um, podcast notes for them to know when your next workshop is coming up. Um, But just on the topic of the jade egg itself, do you feel that the hormone balancing aspect um, happens um, or is the hormones are supported through the jade egg contacting those different reflexology points of the canal? Yeah, I feel that um, it's more the breathing and meditation practices that you would have done in the mm-hmm. workshop we did mm. however i do believe that there that there um there's elements of it just by working intravaginally mm. absolutely mm. there are there are definitely benefits um like i said before there's glands being activated and um 
reflexology point. So it's, it, you know, we are activating the kidneys. We are activating these points. However, to fully benefit, I believe working in conjunction with the other exercises is the most potent gift we can give ourselves. Mm, yeah. Out of interest, when is your next workshop coming up? <laughs> um, well, to be honest, I'm setting dates at the moment. Oh, I'm good. looking Yeah, I'm looking um, at the end of October and also November or down this way in the Byron Bay area where I live. Um, and I think as far as travelling, uh, we're looking at doing one on the Sunshine Coast before the end of the year. Other than that, I would go to the website, um, femininevitality.com, to check uh, dates for 2020 um, and or follow me on Instagram, which is Feminine Vitality, or um, you can find my name uh, on Facebook. So I'm, I'm active on, on those platforms and they're all ways to connect and, mm. and keep involved. Beautiful. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. So um, jumping to the topic of orgasm, you touched on this before. Um, mm. But yeah, if women are struggling with orgasm, which it is... Um, as you expressed, quite common. Um, how can the jade egg support this? How can a like how often does the jade egg need to be utilised or um, inserted to gain benefit? Mm, that's a good question. I feel that there's no one rule for everyone as far as that goes. Mm. And again, I would say to women to listen to the guidance of their bodies. There are some um, models of thinking out there that say, oh, don't use it for more than 10 minutes to half an hour each day or each session. Um, that's totally not my experience or the um, training and the, the lineage that I come from certainly doesn't work with that model. So, for example, I am obviously very keen about this practice. I love it. I've done mm. a lot of practice. I'm the type of person who would like to do some practice in the morning. Then I wear my egg throughout the whole day. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that all women are like that at all. Some women will put the egg in and they'll stand up and it'll pop out straight away. And that's normal for them. Um, for those type of those women, I would say to go really gently and really slowly and perhaps start with you using the egg at night by sleeping with the egg in um, because that will do benefits. And, you know, as you move around and you sleep, it's still moving within your body and activating different points. Mm. Um, and, yeah, for some women, it might be wearing it 10 minutes a day. Um, I know women who have just been working with it um, initially by sleeping with it in the evenings and they already experience, oh, you know, I, have, I had to stop, stop using it in the evenings because I was, um, my libido was waking up, you know, so <laughs> uh, I couldn't get enough sleep. So, you know, That's gold. it's very, it's gold. It is gold and, and very <laughs> different for, for different women. Um, you know, I've been working with it uh, no more than six months, possibly less, 
And I was waking up in the middle of the night. I wasn't wearing it at night because, like I said, I tend to like to wear it during the day. Um, it's just to say that I haven't worn it during the night um, for, for out of interest. You know, I've done that as well. It's just completely up to the individual, I believe. But on that note, you do need to make sure you take it out um, after, you know, a number of hours and give it a rinse just to, you know, keep it clean, clear out any extra fluids and um, then check with the body again before popping it back inside. Um, but I was having the experience <laughs> of waking up within that first six-month period in full-blown, full-body orgasm. And at wow. the first time it happened, I was like, okay, that was kind of interesting. Oh, random. <laughs> I kind of went back to sleep <laughs> afterwards. And then I realized it was happening more and I realized, okay, this is to do with the practice I'm doing and this is really profound and women need to know about this. So, mm. um, Which is exactly why I got you on the podcast because I couldn't agree more. More women need to know about this beautiful tool. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And, and I believe it's something that, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't feel we should push it on our daughters whatsoever. And, and it's really for, for women who are already sexually active. Um, yet I think for the younger women to have an awareness of it and to know it's there to tap into when they're ready is important because I've taught younger women and they have been super excited and shared with me that they wish that all young women could benefit from it and learn it because once you've learned these tools, you've got it in your toolkit forever. This is, mm. this is a health and well-being holistic practice essentially. Mm. Um, but once again, you go to look who you're learning from and where you're learning from as to whether yeah. you, you will get that full holistic health and well-being um, experience. So, and the particular body of work that I'm trained in, there's only a, a handful of women globally that are trained in that. So, um, and I personally am a massive advocate for that because we are, a, um, as a collective, aligned with, one of the leading OBGYNs from the United States who obviously understands the feminine anatomy on an incredibly deep level, as well as she's worked with these practices herself and integrated them into her clinics. So, yeah, it's, it's a physician-endorsed practice, mm. um, this particular body of work that I'm working with um but i also want to say you have spoken on the young women there's also the older women who perhaps are nearing menopause or post-menopause who have come to me and said i'm so delighted that i found this now it's definitely never too late i mm. really really wish to um communicate that to the ladies because yeah, we can have aliveness well and truly throughout our whole lives. And mm. it's just a myth that things need to, they definitely do all, you know, dry up and, and um, the aliveness totally goes from us, um, from menopause and after. Mm. So that's really, that's a whole nother podcast another time. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, it is. 
Yeah. But um, busting that point, myth, right? Yeah, absolutely. But my point is that these women are very excited and they're really grateful. And one of their messages they said to me is, I wish I'd learned. The only thing I can say is I wish I'd learned it earlier as well. I'm grateful I've learned it now. I wish I'd learned it earlier. So the, the, the message is it's great for all women. And like mm. I said at the beginning, this is what me so passionate about it because I was just mind boggled. I'm like, right, mm. so you can, you can be pre-babies and getting benefits and help yourself with, oh, for, with fertility as well. It's great, you know, mm. because something we haven't, touched so much on I suppose we did a bit in the sexual reflexology piece is that it does really assist us to look at our emotions and help as women to come back into balance and um clear clear you know emotions that get stored in our uteruses in our wombs that can if we don't have tools to clear this and come back to balance can literally grow all sorts of things. Like we spoke mm. about before, there's all sorts of um, imbalances and different. Well, physical ailments that show up from that, that toxic emotion. Yeah. Or emotions. Yeah. Which, you know, has this positive ripple effect onto the next generation and beyond. So it's, it's not just about the self at all. No, and that's uh, I get very excited about mm. that piece that you're supporting. Goosebumps. Yeah, 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 because we really do give other women, whether it's someone who's not biologically related to us, a gift by um, choosing to claim this path of. Mm. Um, reclaiming our bodies and our sexual sovereignty and our desire we when when we anchor that there's a limbic imprint that goes out that uh, even if we don't say anything that says to other women just you know yes you can do this too and and for our daughters or perhaps you know nieces that are connected with us they feel this they see this in us it helps to clear um, intergenerational on intergenerational um, levels as well you know mm. I believe that, that when we walk the path and do the healing we're really able to to clear things that went before us and um, I think it's really interesting when um, some of you might be aware some of you might not when we are in utero as little baby girls <laughs> Um, and our eggs in our ovaries have formed. So, um, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm not explaining that well. Sorry, when our when our mother—that's what that's that's what I should say. When our mother was in her mother, so in your grandmother, mm. so the egg that made you was living inside your grandmother, mm. right? which is pretty fascinating. So Amazing. I completely started yeah. explaining that wrong, but I'm glad you're with That's me now. Right. Hopefully yeah, yeah. audiences. Yeah. And what I think is fascinating is, so at one stage, part of you was living inside your grandmother mm. and your grandmother at one stage was living inside your great-great-grandmother, right? Mm. At that same point when she was the, o the ovum. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so it's like that 
things get passed on and and we really in this particular time in history had this amazing opportunity to help help a lot of clearing and healing out that goes way back i believe personally mm. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. So potent. Thank you for sharing your wisdom today. I've really enjoyed chatting about the jade egg and I know that there could be many, many more hours of discussion around um, the the benefits and yeah, just the discovery that can be had. Um, so hats off to you for uh, guiding women and empowering them. I feel like that's a that's a really important word with this healing tool. It gives women a sense of empowerment. Yeah, well, I hopefully, hopefully inspiration that there are, you know, there's some women living with different conditions and different situations around their bodies and their sexuality that they feel hopeless about. They might even feel broken about and, and, and there is hope and they aren't broken. We can just, we can help to um, heal and, and bring more of that aliveness and a sense of wholeness back. And I'd love to invite the audience, if I may, uh, to join my private Facebook group mm-hmm. if they're on, if they're on um, a Facebook. So that's Feminine Vitality and Jade Egg. So if you are interested, you could be really super enthusiastic or you might just be, oh, a little bit interested. You might want to... Um, click join on that group and I'll there's a couple the of questions. In the notes. Yeah. There's a couple of questions you can answer there. And uh, sometimes there's a lot of interaction in there. Sometimes it's more quiet than others as it's growing. I'd say that there's going to be more interaction, but it's just somewhere you can keep, you know, dipping your toes in and, and mm. hearing more and being part of these conversations as well as we mentioned the workshops before that, um, I really wanted to say that there's a number of women that can't for different reasons other than the obvious, which is location for some, uh, get to an event. So you can absolutely reach out to me to work um, privately, one-on-one, um, either in person uh, or via Skype or Zoom. So that's another great way to learn too. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Justina. I appreciate you coming on the podcast today. And um, yeah, let's hope that this instigates curiosity for the women. So jumping on that Facebook group is a beautiful place to begin. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for the invitation. My pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to the Wellness Alchemy podcast. Please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast to help spread inspiration and conversation beyond the Seeds of Health corner of the globe. Until next time, bye for now.